Everybody listen say amen? amen? Oh, man, that's good. Well, I tell you what, we got a little reading to do. Today we're going to be talking about uh, coming from Luke chapter 5, 1 through 11. And i got some fishermen in here, right? We are in the coast, right? Yeah, a few of them. So we're going to be talking about that stuff and, uh, and you know, just showing you what God has. But I want to give you a little background before I jump in. What's been going on before this point, uh, Jesus has been, been really uh, putting the word out. He's been all over the place. Um, so he's walking and talking and preaching and teaching. And how many know sometimes when you walk and talk and preaching and teaching, it's good to go away a little bit and, and fill back up on God and then go back out. And that's what's been going on with him. He's been uh, sharing the word and coming out of the temple. And then he went, even thought he was going to get a little break, went over to Peter's house and, and ended up having to heal his mother-in-law. So you know what I mean? No greater love than it is that than to heal a man's mother-in-law, right? That's right. I think y'all were listening. That's what I'm talking about. So then he, he kind of slips away right before we get into this. So he kind of slips away and goes spend some time with God, his heavenly Father. Jesus filling up because he wants to do the Father's will. So how many of us want to do the Father's will? That's why we're here. So we need to be filling up on the word of God and listening to what he has, all right? So then he starts walking, and uh, the next day he gets out there or so, and he comes across uh, People just coming up on him. Now they're following him. They've seen him healing. They've seen him doing. They've seen him giving and going. And they go, this guy is not the carpenter's son like we've seen him. This guy's got something going on. How many of you know when you come here today, we want you to know that Jesus is the son of God. Amen. And that's what I hope is revealed today through the word. I know that will be the case. I want to just decrease so God will increase and you can see the mighty hand of God. So I'll tell you what, we're going to do a little reading and jump right on in on that, okay? If you got your Bibles, turn them to Luke chapter 5. And if you don't, we got it on the wall. We're going to run through that, okay? Here we go. Get my paperwork. Yeah. So it was, as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood at the lake of Gisinaret and saw two boats standing by the, by the lake by the fishermen. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. And he got into one of the boats, which was Simon, and he asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a number of great fish, and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in another, in another boat, to come and help him. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which were taken. And so also were James and John, the son of Zebedee, who were their partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will catch men. So when they had brought their boats to land. They forsook all and followed him. Another way to say that they left it all behind and started following Jesus. Amen? So we're going to take a little look here. Now, I had worked on this sermon all week. And as y'all know, many of us, uh, right before we get ready to go into this, I just kind of locked myself away a little bit for several hours and see, Lord, did I hear you right? And I tell you, this message has got so much in it for us. God just continued to unpack this thing last night. And I said, that sounds like a whole different sermon. And he's like, well, we can thread it together because you know what? I'm going to be with you. So what I'm going to do is going to do this in, a, in one message. I'm going to give you the appetizer first and then we'll go into the main course. Does that sound good? So this is, this is what he showed me last night. Just some cool facts to ponder, right? Now, up until this part, right, Peter's boat had just been a place of toil. You saw that, right? 
working, right? Everyday labor, frustration, it was a tool for making a living. But when Jesus climbed on board, it became a place of personal intimacy and fellowship. That's what the Lord was showing me last night. It was a place that became blessing. How many know it's a good time to have Jesus in your boat when the storms of life come? Amen? That's one thing. Ponder, right? Next thing he was showing me was this. That it came a place of instruction when Jesus turned the everyday fishing boat into a pulpit. Isn't that something? It reminds me of this church here, right? See, most of the time people say, oh, y'all at that women's club. But see, when you pull up today and your hearts are pointed to the Lord and we're ready to, to, to dig into what God got, it becomes a church, a soul winning station, right? It's all about the attitude of the heart, the heart condition. So when you come in here, I ask you, what do you bring? And I want you to know this. We know that the word of God is true and transforming, so don't leave the same way you came in because God wants to do a work in our life. Amen? So that's what we see. It's a place of instruction. It's a place for seeking after God. You know, it's a building. I was going to say wood and stubble and this and that, but it's, it's, it's wood and vinyl now. Isn't that a blessing? That looks good out there, man. That's a blessing, isn't it? Something else. Verse 8 we read. It becomes a place of opportunity for redemption. I'm going to read that to you again. When Simon Peter saw it, all the fish that came in, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Depart from me. I'm a sinful man, oh Lord. See, when we come face to face with the truth, we find out where we really are, don't we? It shines that light onto our, the darkness of our hearts. And we, we, we've got to address that, right? Because it doesn't take a whole lot of light to expose things, does it? But Jesus is the light of the world. And we carry him with us as believers into this dark world, right? But look at this. Right after that, what does he say down here? I think it's verse 10. Jesus speaks back to him. And this is what he says. Do not be afraid. I'm going to tell you, if you're here today and you think God's trying to smack you down and take things from you, that's not the God I see in the Bible. He's a loving God. He's a redeeming God. He's a forgiving God. And the list goes on and on. But you know what? Let's get it right today. Let's turn and put our eyes on the Lord and watch how God does the transforming, all right? So take a look at that. Now, like I said, that was just a little appetizer. Did y'all like that? We're going to get rolling now. Yeah, somebody say amen in the front row, Mike. <laughs> Good deal. Good deal. All right. I want to take a look at a few things. I'm going to pull these all down that way. That way I don't even have to slow down because we got a lot of ground to cover. It started out in the shallows of life. You say, well, buddy, what do you mean in the shallows of life? Where was Jesus at? He was in the shallow water in that boat. He'll meet you right where you are. He'll meet you right here today, right where you are. So we think we got to get out way out there and step all out. He'll take you right where you are, but he loves you too much to leave you there. Amen. That's a good place. I thought everybody would be saying, amen. <laughs> Hair be blowing back like this. Check it out. So by showers, I mean the everyday ordinary things we must do to exist. Go to work, pay the bills, eat, sleep, and start again. It just goes over. Sometimes does this feel like it just starts looping over and over? And how many, like Sunday night, you got to go to work Monday, you get that little tinkle, as my buddy calls it, in his stomach? Mmm. Back to the grind. But I'm going to tell you what. Jesus paid the price for us to have so much more than just leaping and getting by. What happens is sometimes when we, when we stay in the shallow in the everyday life, we tend to just exist instead of flourish. It paid way too much price for us to sit on the sidelines of life. That's why I get excited. You know, I get excited about, man, I think what God has brought me and where he's still working was my famous line. I'm preaching to me first. That's it, man. Because you know what? God's still working and refining. But I know one thing for sure. I'm secure in Christ. Not because of what Buddy's done. It's because of the finished work of the cross. Amen. That's what it's all about. It's about what Jesus did. Well, take a look at this. 
A lot of times when we get comfortable and just get on autopilot in our lives, it really doesn't stretch our faith much. So we're just okay, we're gonna get this much a week and we're gonna do this. And, you know, we just think everything's gonna stay the same and we just kind of rotate on through. That's not life in abundance, right? But you know, a lot of times, just like we we're talking about that boat, a lot of times you're on that boat. And there's storms and waves come up. But we know all about that in Bacosa, right? We're some weather watchers now after Isabel. Amen. I know I am. I know I am for sure. How many of y'all got the little marks in your garage where it was last time? Amen. Some got them in their house where it was, you know? But you know God's faithful. God's faithful. A lot of times when we get in that comfort zone and we're just going through the motions, it doesn't really challenge us anymore. You know, you think about a lot of times for New Year's, our resolution, we're going to lose weight, we're going to run further, we're going to do that. We're going to do all the weightlifting and all those things and get back in church and it's good to have a full house. So y'all stick with that, okay? All right? But what happens is we start out with a race a little bit and then we go, eh. You know, last week we run a little clip and the guy said, this year I'm going to lose 10 pounds. Five pounds wouldn't be bad. If I lost anything, it'd be good. You see what I mean? <laughs> we don't have the commitment there. So I pray that we're committed to growing and going further. Going deeper with God this year, all right? Also here, I, I, I pulled this fact out of some stuff I was reading. I thought it was really neat. Since unbelievers, since even unbelievers do these things, work and go every day, and do many of them well, we could say that that don't require much faith at all. You see what I'm saying? I'm, bringing, I'm drawing the line here between the believers and the unbelievers. And the bad part is people that are still seeking after the Lord and they're looking at your life, sometimes they don't seem much different from the world. I'm praying that when we leave this place, they see something a little different about us and that difference being Christ in us. Again, we start out in the shallows, but you know what? We can move over to the deep, right? That's what God's got for us. Hey, where did they catch the fish? In the deep, right? Right? And guess what? They had the nets, right? They didn't just hold on to them. They threw them out. I learned something else when I was studying. They said, man, these, these, these nets were big. They were huge. And they were bell-shaped the way they made these ropes and put them together. And they would put lead on the, on the arm like anchors. And they would toss them out. And then they, they had it rigged up where they could pull, pull that rope and scoop around pull the fish in. All night they were doing it over, over, and over and come up short. But how many know when Jesus is in your boat, things change, amen? That's what I'm talking about. Let's keep on rolling here. Everybody say Amen. Good, good, good. We're talking about going deeper with God. Going deeper in our walk. Not in religion, in a relationship. Amen? Amen. We always talk about a personal relationship because that's what it is. Let's take a look at this. The believer's life is always going about going deeper. Challenging you. Stretching out. Doing more for the Lord. Giving more for the Lord. Witnessing more for the Lord. Whatever it is, he's poured something in you and you and you and me that he hasn't put in anybody else that uniqueness. Although we have the same spirit that's in us, God wants to work through your uniqueness to make a difference right where you are. I remember this when I was working, uh, still working at the same place. I thought, man, I'd be in full-time ministry by now. I just didn't know I was going to have to still keep my same job. Right? I didn't know I was going to still be working in doing that, but that's okay because God knows where I'm at, and this is what he spoke to me. I was out back one day where we were working. I go, man, man, I've been here 26 years, Lord. I'm ready to do something for you. And you know what he said? You remember that truck driver you led to the Lord last week? Yeah. Okay. Remember that young apprentice guy you told about me? Yeah. You remember, you know, uh, 
The people at the end of the street that you led to the Lord? Yeah, I know right where you are. And that, you know what it did? One, it got my mind focused on, he's, it's his timetable. Two, it gave me peace because of this. He knows where I'm at. He knows what the task is. He knows what the plan is. And if I just follow his footsteps, get a little deeper in him each day, he'll take care of the rest. See, it's not the picture that I, I, I thought. This is not the picture I thought, you know, where we'd be. I'm very thankful that it's this picture and not my picture. Because guess what? I had Jesus kind of like on the side of the boat. You know? I need him in the boat. You know? And so when I finally said, hey, I don't know nothing about the boat. He said, well, good, let me in that boat and I'll show you how to work it. And look how God has blessed the ministry over the last year. That's the hand of God. That's the hand of God. We tried to figure out every piece of the puzzle. I sat down with everybody. I prayed. I looked. I gave. I went. I did. I went to every conference, everything else. And I go, I don't know what to do. And guess what? Folks that God had been putting in my life along the way, maybe they didn't know all the pieces of the puzzle, but they were available. And God says, hey, why don't you you go do this? Hey, why don't you go do this? I, I, for folks that, that haven't been here, and I don't want to go too far back, you know, coming coming here, this is a major blessing. We started out about a year and a half ago, um, just doing one service once a month, and every two weeks, and three times a, a month, and and now all the time. And we started out um, over on Odd Road, over there at the um, I want to call it the library. What's it called, guys? Community Center. Community Center. And and you know, and, and that's something else. You know what? You know what I did to make that happen? Nothing. Other folks that saw God moving said, hey, man, you know what? I believe that'd be a good place to plant a church. I go, yeah, really? Somebody ought to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's great because I'm over it, you know? And they go, yeah. Hey, you know what? I wonder, wonder what the price would be to do that. And I, I don't have a clue. That's nice. I just kept playing my guitar and going wherever the Lord said. And then they said, guess what? We've already got it rented. What you going to do now? I go, I'm going to pray some more. That's what I'm going to do. The reason I say that is, you know what? As we come together and each person listens to God and, and we ask him for unity and wisdom, God will continue to bring people in our path to direct us if we're listening. Thank God for the folks that are listening. You know what? And I pray all of us get better hearing with our hearts, right? To hear the word of God. Amen? Going deeper, right? You can't really, this is what I jumped the gun on you guys, sorry. You might say this, and this is a good time to what I was talking about. How could I ever do something really great for God? And this is the answer after I prayed. I came up with this. You can't until you're willing to step out in faith. You can do a lot of neat things, noble things. You can go and give and build and do all this. But if God's not in it, you can't win it. I say that all the time. Because you know what? You're doing it in your strength, in your resources. And they're limited. I don't care how much you got. That's limited. But when we tap in to what God's got for us, it's unlimited. I always say, if he's your source, he's your resource, right? That's what I'm talking about there. So we want to make sure that we're plugging into the things of God. Listening to God, spending time going deeper in God. Amen? Now here's something else. The deep always looks intimidating. Now I'm going to spare you guys, but I'm just going to let the people that have heard the story before. Going deeper always looks intimidating, just like when your pastor found his way into the deep part of the, of the pool down there. What is it? The wave pool. Where is the thing at times? Water country. I don't swim well. That's intimidating. Let me tell you. 
Y'all have to look at one of the old tapes last year and listen to that. But I'm going to tell you what. See, I was going deeper. And I thought I was going to meet him face to face, man. But you know what? Thank the Lord. Somebody else was listening and said, hey, dude, I think your buddy's drowning. And I was trying to tell him, but I just every time I come up, I just spit water out of him. Hey, but you know what? Praise God. He got us through that and we made it on through. But you know what? We just got to step out and trust God. Amen. Talking about going deeper with God. Let's do it. You know something else I want to say here too. I don't want to miss this here. We talked about getting out and where the, where, where the big catch was. It was out in the deep, right? And, and you know what? No matter where you're at in your, your life, you might not have to step very far to get out or you consider it deep. But I'm going to tell you what. If you're seeking after the Lord and you're leaning on the Lord, He'll meet you there. He'll meet you there. And He'll equip you to do everything that He's called you to do. Like no one else. Amen? All right. Let's keep it rolling. Everybody doing good? Say amen. All right, ain't nobody that get too comfortable. Mr. Robert want me to put a sleeper sofa in here, but I wouldn't do it. Maybe we get up with one of those beanbag chairs next time. All right, going deeper in worship. Now, I picked out a few things as I was praying. I said, Lord, what are some of the ways that we can go deeper this year, right? You know, and I just picked out a few of them, but I believe God's going to speak to your heart in areas that may be different than this. But I give us three to work from, and then whatever God shares with you individually, let's work on that, amen? Take a look at this. Going deeper in worship. I mean, make a conscious effort to commune with God when we get together here. But not just here. Okay? Not just here. Commune means to converse or talk together. Uses with profound, intense intimacy. Right? Interchanging thoughts and feelings. This is an opportunity to get to know God better. And for Him to reveal things in our life that He wants to turn around and straighten out in our life. Right? But it'll take you right where you are. I want you to hear that. True worship is when we bow down before our God in our hearts. Right? And communicate our love and adoration for Him. You know, a lot of times we can do all this. Woo! Yeah! But if this thing ain't right, all you're doing is getting uh, getting your shirt sweaty. It's a heart condition, right? But you know what? If that's coming from the inside out, I'm going to give you some room. Praise the home, man. That's great. You know, and that's what we what we look at here. We want to worship the Lord freely. But you know what? It all comes from the inside out. Worship is from the inside out. When we understand who he is, man, that changes everything, right? Let's take a look at this. It's when we acknowledge our proper place before him and sincerely recognize who he is. Let's go back to the story. I think it was verse 8. What did, what did Peter say? Whoa! I'm a sinful man. When he came face to face with the truth, Jesus Christ... He knew there was things in his life that needed to be changed. Now, he had been walking with the Lord. I want to pull something else in. He had been walking with the Lord. He just seen him heal his mother-in-law. He seen him do all these things. And then the light went off. You may be here walking with the Lord, secure, saved by the, the blood of Christ, you're putting your faith and trust in him. And something that said today goes, oh, my goodness. I've never seen that before. That's my prayer. I pray every time we come in here that God refreshes us with more of his truth. With more of his truth reveals more that we can grab hold of so that it will transform our life so that when we go out, we can impact lives for Jesus. Amen? That's what I'm talking about. It's when we surrender our wills to him. Oh, it's getting personal now, Pastor Buddy. What's up with that? Well, that's where it all works at, right? It works from that. What do we say? Less of us, more of him. Amen. It's when we thank him and praise him and cherish him with our whole hearts. Back to the heart condition. 
See, when we come in here, even though we got the best singer and drummer over there, and they're carrying the guitar player, it's about, it's about Jesus, right? It's about Jesus. So that's what we come in. You know, when we, before we, we pray, we pray. When we go over these songs on Thursday nights and through the week, we're praying. Lord, is this the song that you have for this week? We don't just grab and say, okay, well, let's do this again. It's about worship. It's about we want to, to, to be used for that conduit that the Spirit of the Lord will flow through and encourage people to go deeper with Jesus. Amen? It's when we come eagerly to learn His Word from His Word. You guys ready to learn from His Word today? Fill in the sheet. Keep it close to your heart. Read the Word every day. True worship, I love this here. True worship cannot be obtained by those who do not know God and those who focus only on themselves. Let's go deeper in the water of worship. See, a lot of times on the way here, we're fighting with our spouse. The dress got caught in the car. You spilled coffee on your shirt and all that. Guess what? We don't care. We still love you right where you are. Don't care if you've got a tank top, three-piece suit. Come as you are. But when you leave, I pray that God transforms your heart. See, we're doing ministry for the last 14 years. I didn't grow up in church. I went to church once when I was five and once when I was 30. And if you're a rock and roller man, that's a lot of time in between there. That is a lot of time. But it's also kind of good because God will work all those things together for the good, Romans 8, 28. So when I'm talking to people, they go, man, what do you know about that? I say, boy, you would wait till the book comes out. But see, it's not about my book. It's about his book. It's about his word that transformed my life. That's what I want them to see. That's what I want them to hear. That's what I want them to know. Amen? So that we can grow deeper in worship this year. Amen? Amen. Oh, here we go. I want you guys to look at this real close. Deeper in sharing our faith. A couple questions. Why are we here? You know, why are we here? Think about that. We're here to worship and glorify God and share our faith. Now, I want you guys to take a look at this here. Look on the other side of your handout. Man, I was, I was working on this message the other day. My family must love me. Because sometimes I start like in the middle of the story and they're going, and I have no idea what you're talking about. But I'm spending time with God and I go, hey, hey, man, listen to this. And they're going, Alexa's over and going, I think your dad wants you, Thomas. I was like, man, family meet, man. I'm getting them in there. And everybody's going, I'm not playing Xbox. I'm doing clothes. I'm like, come on, this is important. I said, you know what? We want to make sure that everybody comes through those doors that are equipped to share their faith. See, I know a lot of us have been walking with the Lord and, and, and people say, well, how, how do you know if you're saved? Or what I do? What must I do to be saved? And you could tell them what happened in your life and that's a great way. My question is, if I went around here and I threw this on your lap and I said, can you tell me how to come to Jesus from God's word? Would you be able to open that book and say, well, the Bible says this. And the Bible says this. And the Bible says this. See, that's what I always tell you guys. I say, you know what? It's not what Buddy said. It's what God said. And that's why we're going to line it up with the Word. So this week, right, this is what we did. We wrote out some of the keys for somebody looking at God's Word. It's not so much you or your delivery of it. It's your availability of it. Okay? Would you be available, right? And not only that, the Bible always talks about always being ready to give an account of what we believe. But my challenge for you this week and this year is to take this and put it inside your Bible and go through it. Learn a verse. I think it's like seven of them, right? You know what? If I could learn to memorize five chords, five songs in a week, y'all can get seven verses if you look at the answer, right? That's a fair deal, right? But you know what? That'll transform your life. 
But not only that, it'll transform your family's life, the workplace life, the community, and even further, right? Because God's love will just jump on people, right? You don't have to put them in the headlock. Just love them right where they're at. And you know what? Let God do the work. That's how I look at it. Because if I could do it, I would already fix it. I would hey, come here. You need to get in here. And I need you. And come on, let me tell you about this. This is what God's been doing. They're going back away from me. You know? But you know what? I say, hey, how you doing? And what I love about here is, they say, well, I just don't have nothing to wear. I said, you got church clothes on right now. You know? Well, what about that? Hey, come on. Just come on. You know? And that's what I love about that. Get, start right there in that puddle, wherever we're at. In, in, in a little bit of the stream, in a shallow. And let God bring him on out to the big catch in their life. That's what I think is so awesome. So now, let's just want to hit this again. We've got the truth of God's word. Verses here. You can put it in the front of your Bible. You can write it in your Bible. I know a lot of times people say, oh, I don't want this. You know what? It's okay if you want to put some notes in your Bible. All right? And what this is going to do is going to give you the tools and the keys. And we're going to pray for the encouragement and the power of the Holy Spirit for you to share your faith this week. Right? But not just this week. All the time, everywhere. Amen? All right, I got some more slides. We ain't going to stop there. Let's just, get, let's just get rolling with it, all right? Where are we going? Now, are we walking with God and following His plan for our life, for our church, for our families, for our job? Think about that. These are just some questions that I was just laying on my heart when I was going through thinking about sharing our faith, all right? Take a look at this. How can we get there? How can we get there? What's the plan when God lays out a plan? What are we, what are we doing with that, right? Are we pursuing the task? Do we have a plan? We talked about it last year, um, last week, you know, with the new year coming in. A lot of people got all these great dreams, but they don't have the pieces of the puzzle to connect to it. Do you know what I'm saying? So what we want to do is come alongside one another, take the word of God, right? Set the course with that and see what God has for us corporately, you know, as a church, as a church body, as a family. How does he want us to impact this community, right? Well, you know what? One step at a time. It's good to evaluate. It's good to say, well, how are we doing? How are we doing? How are we doing as a church? How are we doing as an individual? I ask this question from time to time. Am I closer to the Lord right now than I was six months ago or a year ago? If not, make the course correction. Make sure Jesus is in the boat. And keep rowing, man. Rowing into the promises of God. Focusing on God. Going deeper. Sharing your faith. And growing in your faith. All right? That's what we want to look at. What's important to us? Now, I'm going to flip this on you, so just watch, watch me. What's important to us? First, I ask you that, just because I'm talking about looking at What's important to me? Well, you know, we think family and job and all, all those things are good. But this is what I want to get at. What's important to God? And I put them in that order for a purpose. I want you to think about what's important to you. And then I want you to think about what's important to God. And then see this right here. Look at God's word and grow in the things that are important to him. Seeking him first. You see, if we start doing that, our goal should be to find out what God's desires are and then move our goals to that. Not him jumping in the boat and, and, and fixing this over here and saying, well, oh, buddy, you'd like to go this way? No, Lord, I submit to you. What do you have for my life? Lord, how can I walk out today to glorify you? Lord, how can I impact lives today? Where I'm at. If it's at work. If it's here. When we leave here. Man. I always say this. The service starts when we leave here. How is our heart? How are we looking at that? 
How can we be, how can we better serve? There's always areas for us to improve in, amen? I got a mirror. There's always room for adjustment, right? But I hope as I decrease, what happens is they see the image of Christ become brighter and brighter and brighter. And you know how that happens? Less of me, more him. You know how that happens? Digging in his word. Submitting to his lordship. When God puts something on my heart and the Holy Spirit touches my heart and I've got to make an adjustment, I need to make the adjustment. I don't know what that adjustment is for each person here today, but you've got an opportunity to make the adjustment. And God will carry you through that. He's all about course corrections, right? He loves you too much to keep you off course. He's pulling you on course with him. Amen? All right. We can go deeper in prayer. Can't never come up short spending time with God. Amen? Love it, love it, love it. Now, I'm going to tell you what I, what I find is, if you do go out to lunch with folks sometimes, especially if they don't know you're a pastor, it's really interesting. Especially if I go out there a lot, and I told you guys this a little bit with my buds, because they know the deal. I'm going to pray over the food, right? And we're out there, and we get somebody new. And all my buddies start doing this. We get all the food, and they're cleaning their utensils. <laughs> they're stalling, because they go, but it's going to be praying just a minute, right? And I'm just, I let everybody get in there, and they're doing this. And they got, <laughs> I said, let's pray together. <laughs> you can hear, you can hear him stop chewing mid thing. Man, I tell you what, you need to get some of those meatballs. Praise God. <laughs> and my brother said, you got it, you got it, you know. But it's an opportunity right there, you know. And we don't. I don't go. Now, everybody, we're gonna pray. You know, sometimes I do. I do. I do. I, do. I can't help myself. I'm just like, man. You know what? I always like to do. Especially if I say, come on, let's pray. My family be like this, and I'm looking at. Did you pray? Do you know the guy cooking? I'll pray for you. You know, <laughs> it's funny because some people are like, oh, okay. But you know what? The thing is, spending time with God, going deeper in prayer. It's amazing. But you know what happens is it's just a, a quick little shallow prayer sometimes for some folks. If they do do it, they just tack it on there, man. Sometimes, oh, thank you for this food. Thank you for giving me. Okay, yeah, okay, pass the salt. You know what I mean? And I just use that for an example. How I don't know y'all's background on anything like that, but I'm going to tell you, I've never been hungry before. And there's people that are hungry. And I'm very thankful to God. Well, you know, sometimes I'll go and I'll open up the refrigerator and I go, man, Lord, you have blessed us. Because there was times that we went through there, man, there was a lonely light bulb up in there. You know? But I still never come up short. Because my mother-in-law lived real close to me. And I love that woman. <laughs> She's always got something. But you know what? Spending time in prayer. I'm going to move on. <laughs> my birthday's coming up, too. Oh, no, I never said that. We get, we get to pick the cake that we want for our birthday. That's why I said that. All right. Listen, close, listen closer to the promptings. <laughs> listen close to the promptings, Grandma. Oh. <laughs> we have a good time here, okay? It's, it's, it's very user-friendly. You know what? This right here really spoke to me. But we were, when we were working on the songs this week, and we had picked out all the songs, and we were doing the last song. I always like to send us out with a song. And we played this song. It was a great song. And we played it, and I go, oh, can we play this song over here? Play the song. We went back, I said, we're supposed to play this song. We're not supposed to play the song that we had picked out. We're supposed to play this other song. I really believe so. And they said, okay, if the Lord's leading that. And I'm going to tell you today, this last song, it's not so much about the song, it's the message, because it's a God song. 
I just believe that we're, we're obedient to what God has. I believe God's going to touch somebody from that song. Three times. I was like, well, let's do it. I, I, we need to change the song. That's where we want to be. We want to be listening to the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Because I don't want you to just get Buddy's best. I want you to have God's best. That's what's amazing. That's what transforms. That's what blesses. Amen? Right. Seeking his direction. You know, sometimes we'll let Jesus on the boat and then we just kind of, you know, give him the elbow. You know? It's kind of like when we went out on David's, David's boat. He let Jesse drive for a little while. <laughs> and Mr. David, that's good. That's good, Jess. That's good. And I got pictures and they're filming and Jesse's doing this. And Jesse's looking over here and David's going like this. <laughs> Uncle David, could arrest you. <laughs> Thank the Lord direction, right? You know what? That's what we need to do with God. We need to sometimes when we're, we're going down there, the Lord wants to grow us and direct us, but you know what? We need to let Him work in our lives, amen? Keep us on course, amen? Praying for others. Wow! We could preach on that all week. Souls, healing, and restoration. Standing in the gap when things, when the storm is at your worst part, the highest level in your life. That's when it's good to be plugged in with the church family, amen? Yeah. Ultimately be plugged in with the Lord. But I'm going to tell you what, it's nice to be able to send somebody a text. It's nice to be able to have somebody stop by. It's nice to have somebody do this. I love you. See, it's not about us fixing it all the time. It's about this. When I went through some of the worst storms in my life, it was just this. I'm praying for you. Appreciate that. Man, never forget that. My prayer is this. When things come up in our lives here, Lord, show me how to be the best friend, the best pastor, the best ear, the best hand, whatever it is, to help them so that they see you. I don't know all the answers, but I know where they're at, and we're going to keep digging in this, and we're going to keep trusting in God's Word until we see them all come true. Amen? Praying for souls, praying for healing, praying for restoration. Praying for your church. This place, not the building, but the hearts and the people that God has brought in here that we can come alongside and understand that we're in this together. Ultimately, our eyes are focused on God, and then we come and we fall in line and we walk it out. I was telling somebody in, in uh, the last few weeks, they're talking about, hey, we got some friends that want to come. I said, good. I said, just, just let them know we're not perfect. we got plenty of room for you. You know, and, and that's what I see over and over and over. You know, we don't have a dress code. We like to have something on. But other than that, we're good. You know, I'm, I'm going to put that in there. You know, that heat did not run that hot today. You know, everybody's like, the girls are over there like this. I'm like, I said, you touch that? No, this over here like that. Denise gets over there a little bit more. Her and Tanya, they're doing, hey, what's that over there? Yeah. And I'm over here going. Uh, Denise helps me out with my clothes. It's like. We got a thing in our marriage. It's a sidebar. She doesn't pump the gas. I don't lay out the clothes. Y'all are blessed that I don't lay out the clothes. Y'all be going, turn it off, man. What's going on? Not another Hawaiian shirt. But you know, so when she gets this, when she gets this thing, I'm going, oh, it's a long sleeve day. Because I know what's going to happen. I'm going to be jamming. I'm going to be panting and everything. I get up here and I go, praise God. You're going to think he's going out any minute. We better get this out of here. But you know what? That's her gift. Clothes. Mine's gas pumping. Oh, man. Praying for your church and your pastor. All right. Here we go. Praying for wisdom. 
You know, as we step out together as a church family in the body, you know, we want to be praying for wisdom. We want to make sure that we are being good stewards of what comes in. We want to make sure that we're listening to what God has us to do. We want to make sure that we're making the most of every opportunity to share Jesus Christ with the world. Amen? So pray for wisdom. Praying for a breakthrough. And the Lord gave me that. What do you mean by a breakthrough? There's things sometimes that we pray about and we pray about and we pray about and it just doesn't seem like it's moving. I want to encourage you to keep pressing in. Keep pressing on. Keep speaking the truth. Because you know what? I've seen a lot of things. I've read a lot of different articles about people doing some great things just in the natural. Swimming, they're going to swim from here to there, a million miles, whatever it may be. Crazy amount of miles. And they give up because the fog was just too much. And they found out they're 50 feet from their goal. You know what? There might be something in your, in your life right now. It just seems overwhelming. Stick to the stuff. Keep trusting God. Find the promises of God of who you are in Him. And keep talking it out. Speaking it out over and over and over. And you know what? God is faithful. We might not see it play out in the time frame that we want. We might not see it play out in the way that we think it ought to be. But I'm going to tell you what. If we're seeking God first, He's going to work it all out. Amen? He's going to work it all out. Awesome. I'm going to get ready to bring this thing to a close here, guys. But I want you guys to think about something. This is what I hope you take away is to cast your net of faith out. Just like we talked about with those guys stretching that nest, net out. Trying to bring in that big catch. In whatever area God's touched you today, respond to him. Now, I don't know what, what everybody's dealing with. But I guarantee you everybody's dealing with something. Is that safe to say? Everybody's dealing with something. Aches, pains, financial, this, that. Uh, you know, unforgiveness, all these things. You know, there's things in our life, restoration, all those things. I've got to tell you what the remedy is. It's Jesus. Amen? That's the remedy. I don't care what the problem is. That's the remedy. He's the remedy. Personal relationship with Him. Because we talked about a few weeks ago, we talked about joy. See? Joy is not... Uh, what the world sees. See, joy, the, the joy of, of the world as well is, is emotion. Man, I got the pay raise. I got the car. I'm doing this. And, and then when that changes, guess what? You're all over the road, man. Sometimes our boat even runs ashore. But I'm going to tell you what. Something that is for sure is when we got a personal relationship with Christ. Understanding what He's done, that He paid the price in full for us so that we can have that relationship, so that we can come boldly through through His sacrifice to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords into that throne room. Don't leave the same way you came in. You say, well, why do you write all these things down? See, everybody learns different. Some people are audible. Some people, if they read it, they can learn. I don't care what we got to do to get the message across. Let's do it. If I got to do a cartwheel, I'll do it. I hope I don't have to do a cartwheel. No. But, but you know what? And if we can laugh a little bit along the way, that's fine. But I want to tell you, like I always say, if it's your first time here, just because we have a good time, don't, don't think that we're even serious about God's business. Right? We're very serious about it. We're dedicated to what God has for you, what God has for us. And we want to make a difference in your life. And ultimately, the way that we make a difference in your life is sharing the truth with you. To give you an opportunity to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. To speak the truth from His Word. To give you the freedom to go and grow. That's what it's about. So this is a great soul winning station place for you to grow in the Lord. Because it's safe. It's a safe place. God, I love you right where you are. Amen.
today. Make a commitment today in a shallow area of your life to go deeper. And that's really what, what I really want to look at now. I said everybody else has got some stuff in their life. And there's an area in each of our life that I believe we can grow and go deeper in with Christ. Maybe it's turning loose of the wheel and letting Jesus be Jesus in your life. Maybe it's, you know what, this thing that we can't change, but God can. And if he doesn't choose to change them at the moment, be sure that he will not leave you in the midst of the storm. When the water gets deeper, in my life it seems like Christ got bigger. I know he's been big the whole time. But what happens is, when I get the proper perspective, I stop looking at the waves and looking at the water and look at the one that created it all. The one who walked on the water. The one that says, hey, I'm for you. The one that says, you know what, I give it all for you. It's about making it personal. See, we can sit here and say, well, that's, that's really nice for them. I'm talking to you. Each person, individual. That God's got something for you. And whatever that area is today, I pray that you make a commitment in those shallow areas to turn it over to God, whatever it is, and grow deeper. Amen. And this is what I want you guys to think about. We want to make this year count for Christ. You say, how do we do it? We do it a step at a time, a day at a time, a life at a time, a prayer at a time. But we've got to be willing to step out of the shadow and go deeper with God. I ask you guys to pray about your heads, I'm going to pray for you. Fathers, we just uh, go into your word today. We see so much that you have for us, Lord. We're so grateful for understanding that, you know, you're the captain of our salvation, Lord. Father, you're the one that made it possible. And you might be here today and you've never called on the name of Jesus. I'm going to tell you what, there's only one name to be saved by. The Bible says it is the Lord Jesus Christ. He says when you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. See, there was, a, there was a, a price to be paid for sin. And I couldn't pay it, and you couldn't pay it, and nobody else could pay it. But God said, I will send my son as a perfect sacrifice to pay it. And that's what he did. And he poured out his blood, and he died a criminal's death. For, 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 he did nothing to deserve that. It's all about love. I've said this many times. People think that the nails held him on the cross. It's the love for you that held him on the cross. And he says, you know what, today, trust me, today call upon my name. Ask me to come into your life. Forgive me of your sin. It's like we said here, I love this. Romans 3.10, it says, as the scriptures say, no one is righteous, not even one. That's talking about us. But let me tell you, there was one that came that was righteous, and he overcame and that's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I pray for you here today and you say, well, I just don't know if I die today, I go to heaven. Well, you can. You can know. It's through a personal relationship with Christ. And that's what I just said. We'll break it down just so we can go right through your hand now, what we have there because it's the word of God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. If that's you today, I tell you what, I want to pray for you right where you are. Just look this way, and I'm going to pray right where you are. So today is the day that I need Jesus. Amen. And all we do is ask him to forgive us and come into our life. And we start walking it out. It starts in the shallow, and he guides us to the deep. We're never alone. Amen. Now, if you're here today and you say, well, buddy, it's a new year. Man, it's got to be better than last year. I said, praise God. Let's make it today a fresh start. God's a fresh start God. 
God's a forgiving God. He's a redeeming God. And I'm, I, I am sure that God has a great catch for you. So I want us to cast out the net of faith into the deepness of Christ and pull in the promises that he's provided through Jesus. Amen. Father, I thank you for each person here today. I pray that you take this and make it so much more than what I could ever do. And Lord, that you just work in those areas in each one of our lives, Lord. And you just show us, Lord, how we can be, how we can be for you. And Father, I thank you that we have an opportunity to come to you and drink in the fullness of what you've done. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity that, that you give us a place to worship and a place to, to come and grow. I thank you for the truth of your word, and I thank you for the transformed lives and servants here, Lord. And as we go and we grow, Lord, I pray <clears throat> that when we go here, we give our best. We do our best. When it's time to, to, to just strip off the world, Lord, we come running to you, and you cover us with your love. Father, I thank you for that today, and we praise you, Jesus. Mighty name. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Amen. You know what? Today, guys, this is my prayer for us today as we leave here. But you know what? That we live it to the fullest, casting a net into the deep, deep promises of God. Amen. Amen. I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet. We're going to send you off with a song. Is that okay? Everybody doing good, right?